What is up, you guys? We are back for another episode of the Lines and Layers podcast. Again, I have with me today Valencia Stacks. Boom, boom. Yes, so we just got done watching um, the Wu-Tang series. I think we were like on episode, what episode are we on? We're on season uh, three, episode four. Yeah, so um, for those who have not checked it out, it's on Hulu. It's a great show, very inspirational, especially for those who are trying to get into music. So um, for sure, check it out. And even if you're not, it's actually a really good story um, connected to the real lives and stuff. I'm pretty sure they have some things that might be dramatized in there, but um, it's very interesting to watch. Um, So because we did watch that, um, Valencia Sachs came up with a song for us to do. Can it be also simple? uh, Remix. Raekwon featuring Ghostface Killer off of the only build for a Cuban Links album. So um, when you think about this song, what do you feel like is the basis of this song? Um, you know, trials and tribulations of, uh, of life and things that, you know, they can stop doing that they were doing that's like foul or whatever. And, you know, so they can live a prosperous life. Yeah. So I, I really feel like... Um, we can also get to a little bit of the conversation when we talk about a product of our environment, um, seeing things like that. Um, sometimes we all want to do better, but when we're surrounded by the same thing, you don't really know how to get out of that loophole in I mean, a sense. And it's not everybody, but yeah, yeah. Um, there's some people that it's just like if that's all they know and they don't know how to get to something different, then how can they really change if no one gives them the opportunity to learn how to get to a different step. I mean, you, you got to think about it like this. You have some people that have never been outside of their neighborhood. So all they know is that radius of where they're from. You know, you know what's funny about you saying that? It actually goes back to the conversation where um, we were talking to a friend of ours, and they're like, yeah, you know, there's some people in L.A. who have never gone to the beach. Never been to the beach. I was like, what? I was like, that's, that's, one, that's one of the things I would do probably like every summer as a kid with my friends. But, I mean, I can get how it's probably not really like a destination place or probably like, I, mean, I don't know. Maybe. Cause, cause sometimes you got to think about this. Um, when you're talking about some people, some people were talking about, he's probably, he might be talking about, you know, gang members he know. In a sense. Gang members don't want to put their toes in the sand? Yeah, well, gang members have enemies. Oh, okay, yeah. That, that you don't know if who's going to be there. That's that's the mind frame they, they think, you know what mm. I'm saying? I don't know who's going to be there. I might go to the beach, and that might be my last day. You're trying to enjoy yourself with your family, and you don't know what's going to be happening. I totally, totally get that. I didn't even think of it in that aspect, so uh, good job in enlightening us on that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think we all in our lives try to strive for more and, um, it's really not that easy. It's not that easy. There's some families where things are handed to them. It's passed down from generations to generations, but a lot of times, and, um, you know, I'm not trying to get too much into, um, our community, but in our community, we don't really have too many things that are passed down to us. And it's not one of those things that, we can say, oh, well, people aren't working hard enough. They're just not trying. It's not the basis of it. it um, sometimes it's just harder for, you know, certain people to get into certain doors because those doors still in this day and age don't want to be opened. And it's not in a way. It's better said than done. Yeah, it's, it's easier said than done. It's easier said than done, yeah. I mean, I've I've been, um, I've worked at Jaws before where I was, overqualified and they were like well I don't even know what's where to put you and you know they give me um, a little bit amount of money and then someone who this is their first time being in this uh, a certain industry 
um, they get a higher pay than me. And I'm just like, huh? <laughs> well, if you, if you want to become something um, in life, you have to have an idea. You got to have a dream. It starts with a dream, an idea. Because working at a job, you will never be the owner because your boss will never pay you as much to become their neighbor. Somebody told me that before. Yeah. So if you have a nine to five, there's nothing wrong with that. But use Absolutely it not. use it as an investment to get where you want to be. Mm-hmm. And there's also a lot of things that you can learn from um, working a nine to five, too. And I really appreciate the nine to fives that I did work at because they did teach me a lot of different things. Like um, when I was um, a home, a, a, a caregiver, I was able to learn how to, you know, take care of people, people who may be vulnerable and not have the necessities that we have as walking and, you know, using our arms or, you know, just being able to get certain medications because they're on Medicare or Medicaid because, you know, it doesn't um, accept this type of medication. So they got to get this other type that's not um, really known from their body. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But it taught me a lot of things about different recipes, um, even taught me how to fold a fitted sheet. I did not ever know how to um, fold a fitted sheet. That's how it works (laughs) as a caregiver. Just little things like that, doing those type of things. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, even some of the desktop places, I learned how to get shortcut keys of doing a lot of stuff. I know how to do shortcut keys for just about anything. You show me a shortcut key, now it's just programmed in my fingers just to automatically do it. So there's so many things that you do work, you do learn from 9 to 5 that you can put into a business that you want to start yourself or just to elevate to wherever you want to be. Because necessarily, you may not want to leave a 9 to 5. Maybe you're comfortable with that, and that is totally fine. But at the end of the day, it's like this. Just try to learn as much as you can and, you know, figure out what makes gives you the most comfort. Don't ever stay somewhere where you feel like you're just dragging yourself. You know what I'm saying? Where you reach a ceiling. Because mm-hmm. I always, me, I'm, I'm a, I always fight for the creators, so... I always feel like you can be doing more. I always feel like, as myself, also, preaching to the choir, I can always be doing more. That's how I feel. So, you know, when I seen people, like, not trying to, like, become, like, the best they can be, or I felt like the best they can be, I used to be, like, on, on social media and be like, man, they love their job. Don't they want to be a boss? Don't they want to be this? But it's not, it's not for everybody to become that role. You know, some people can't take on that role. Some people can't handle that role. Some people will have too much of a power trip if they have that role. Mm-hmm. So, it's you know, some people, like Fabulous said, if everybody is a boss, then who's really working? Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, honestly, I feel like that's what they've been trying to do right now. If I back to work at the pandemic, everybody was a hustler. Everybody had a business. Mm-hmm. And it was like, uh-uh. <laughs> y'all, y'all better get 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 on back to work. <laughs> we gonna make it real hard for y'all. If y'all get back to work. <laughs> so at the end of the day, it's just like there's it's it's one of those things we all strive to get to a certain um, plateau because we want to pass down things from generation to generation for our children, for our grandchildren, for you know our nieces and nephews and so forth. And we all always want to be the ones to like you know when our parents get old, we buy them a house, we you know we take care of them but when we yeah. get to a process of not being able to get to those milestones sometimes that can really get us in a uh 
a, a sucky mind state. But really in this day and age, like let's be totally honest, who really has had the ability to buy their parents a home? We all want to do it. But who has really had the ability to do that? We have been able to help with groceries. We have been able to, you know, help with errands. But who do you really hear from your friends group, from your family group who has bought their parents a home in a certain generation? For my grandma, um, she was bought a home, but that was only one of my grandmas. And I haven't heard nobody ever do that. Like, they'll have their grandparents, you know, their parents move in when they get old or something like that. But to actually buy them a home of their own, it's something that seems it's harder to grasp than it might have been once upon a time. Or maybe it always has been that way. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a goal that people have in life, you know, just like you having the goal of not you per se, but you having the goal of um the the what the house with the white picket fence. Yeah, that was that's, the, the that's same the back in the day. That's the that's the American dream, as you would say, you know. Mm-hmm. And I have not seen a house with white picket fence for a long time, so I don't even <laughs> I don't even think that yeah, apply not, so not in California. It's anyway. our generation, yeah. Um but you know that's that's the thing that people strive for, but I think with our starting, I think with our generation and the generation before us, it became a thing where it was striving for more than that. Mm-hmm. That you know, what I'm saying that's that's not the goal. That's not the goal that we want to obtain. We want to, we want more. You know, you got to think about it like this: Jordan wasn't paid how much Shaq was paid in his NBA career. Really? Nah, not at all. And he's a bigger player. He's the the goat. Yeah, so that's that's shocking to hear. You know, saying Kevin Garnett was paid more than and if you're looking at contracts, Kevin Garnett was paid a hundred hundreds of millions of dollars. I think the most Jordan paid for was played. Don't quote me, but like forty million for a season. I say hundred thousand, hundred million, but Jordan was paid like forty. So you know, what I'm saying like the generation. You know, he paved the way for the generation after him to get paid, but. Uh-huh. That's us. That's us striving for more because of the basketball mentality. I feel like we all should have that basketball mentality of a, of a, a kid who wants to get their mom out of a situation, or their parents out of a situation that they see their dad breaking their back, or they see their mom struggling with five kids. I think you know everybody should be in that go mode of wanting of, of unlocking their talent to want to get their parents out of the situation that they're in. Yeah, because, like, for for instance, for my family, uh, my mom, she would always work uh, two jobs all the time. She has never worked uh, one job till recently. But uh, my dad, he was always, you know, struggling to get work. You know, like I tell you guys all the time, he came from a different country, so he only was able to get certain jobs. So when it come, came down to me, you know, growing up and seeing them working so hard and, you know, struggling to do this, struggling to do that. Like, I never um, was able to go to music park with my parents or anything like that. Like, I had my aunt take me to Disneyland one time. Um, but when it came down to my parents, the thing is, is that I always was like, I'm going to buy them a house. Y'all ain't never going to have to work again. Like, I'm going I'm to buy y'all a car. Y'all, y'all never going to have to worry about this or worry about that. But, you know, 
unfortunately, that's not what took place. And not to say that, well, unfortunately for my dad, that that will never take place, rest in peace. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, when it comes down to those things, it's just like, it just sucks that you're not able to do that, especially when you deal with a parent that has passed away and just like, dang, I couldn't couldn't get you this, I couldn't get you that. Like, Mm -hmm. this is what I wanted to do before you even hit hit any close close to dirt you know what i mean mm-hmm. so um those are one of those things that gets tough when we think about that because that's one of the things that we always want to do and, and even like um my grandma you know I, I i thought about doing that for her she was well taken care of you know um she they she was bought a house and all that stuff but just always you want to show your appreciation for those who took care of you as um growing up and you just you think about those things even like now like um I'll be in a friendship with someone for like six months and I'll be like, man, this person's been so good to us, man. I can't wait till I make it. I'm I'm, going to pay them forward. You know what I'm saying? Just, just little stuff like that. Like you just, you think about those little things, like you want to be able to do this and do that. Um, what I would say, luckily for us, like we didn't get into position of, um, you're going to have there. Well, I'll say it like this. You're going to have your times when you do feel like giving up. But you're still going to get up. You know what I'm saying? And honestly, you have no choice but to do that. Because you can lose. The way that the world is right now is like you have to work. Like you have to work. Even a nine to five doesn't cover your bills anymore. You know what I'm saying? You have to get another side hustle, another side hustle. And then sometimes these side hustles don't even have nothing um, up for you to, to make money with. So then it's just like one of those things like you can't stop even when you want to. Like think about this when it comes to bereavement. They give you like three days. Three days. You know what I'm saying? Three days you got to get pay. over it. Anything other than that, you don't get paid. So you have to go back to work. So the way that the world works is that we're always moving. We're always having to move for us to be able to take care of our families. So it's just like one of those things like if you give up, you're just going to be you know, on the streets, honestly, especially in, in this in this era where we're at, where everything is so expensive, you know, it's, it's really just hard to really make ends meet. And I've been seeing more like, um, I think during COVID, I was passing by and not during COVID. Was it around the time of COVID, around the time like the end stages? Because I'm pretty sure we're, we're kind of basically done. But during that time, you'll drive by people's houses. There's not really that many cars in the driveway. Now that COVID is done and every the gas went up out of nowhere after COVID, food went up, all of a sudden um, gas, gas, the heat up stuff went up. You're seeing people's driveways piled up with cars because now families are going to have, are having to move back in with their parents or with their family members in order for them to just have a roof over their head. Mm-hmm. And it's just a sucky situation where, you know, people are be, being able to live independently. And now they're just like, hey, you know what I mean? So when it comes down to these type of things, like I just think about the insecurity that happens, you know, with, you know, um, wanting to make something happen. But you can't make something happen without money. It's ba- it's really impossible. You can have the slickest mouth you want. That's not really gonna work. <laughs> and the bar and, and the barter the barter system doesn't work if you're not doing it with people who honor it. 
Right, because you'll be giving people, and then they're like, yeah, yeah, I got you, I got you. And then it's just like, oh, um, but you're going to have to do something else in order for me to really get you. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's when you start getting getting played. It's, it's a never-ending trade, so you might as well get paid for it off, off, off the front end. Unless you have a relationship with that person where it's like you don't even rely on the barter system. Y'all just do stuff for each other just to do it. Mm-hmm. There are people out there in this world that's like that. I've been that person. You've been that person. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, just make sure you're, you're getting return for your services as well. Yeah. yeah. And like, like I said, I, the way that my family was, like, we were one of those people, like, anytime someone would come from, you know, my parents' country, they would have somewhere to sleep. Even if it was a complaint, an argument before they got there. When they got there, everybody's happy, joy, joy, joy. You have somewhere to sleep. You have uh, some food. You even have some clothes that you can take back with you um, when you go back um, from your journey. Mm-hmm. And even when it came down to um, to Sack's mom, she was so giving. Like, there's been so many times where there'll be, like, a new head sleeping on the couch, you know? <laughs> and that's just the way that she was. But when it comes to those type of people, that type of generation, um is not um, there like that anymore, you know? So, and, you know, at the end of the day, it's just like, I get it, you know? There's can be a lot of barriers that come between that. Um, Nobody wants to let a um, person that's going to steal move into their house, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? (laughs) You know, no one really wants to have someone who's on drugs come to their house. No one really wants to have someone that comes to their house and actually acts like they own the home but it's like you're a visitor <laughs> you so know you should be vetting the people that come to your house you know what i'm saying so there's a lot of different scenarios that take place so i can get when that situation gets kind of tricky of you saying yes come in and there's like a no so um but at the end of the day um even sometimes when those situations don't take place sometimes mm-hmm. it can be a little hard to get a yes, yes, come in, come get a meal or whatever like that. Because, you know, um, when people struggle, it's it's hard for them to really give. And that's just the basis of, of what it is. So, you know, you got to strive for for more because it, it can be all simple. You know, mm-hmm. it, it can. It, sometimes it doesn't have to be hard. I think we let our mental... In our mind, getting away of stuff being hard. When you're on social media and you see people doing well, or you think people are doing well or more well than you, people that you know, just log off, because, you know, social media is a, is, is an illusion. Yeah, everyone's fronting on there because you know everyone wants to seem important. So, That's so, what social media social media is is to look important. So yeah, so log off. You know what I'm saying? If you're feeling down, what we do, not like feeling down, but if we're feeling uninspired. We'll watch a documentary to see, you know, dang, this person went through these, he jumped through these hoops, but he look look where this person is at now. You know what I'm saying? Probably yeah. one of the greatest documentaries I've seen in time was probably uh was was genius. Yeah, that was a really that good That was a really inspiring documentary to see that man's journey of, you know, of him with his mom, and he was like, I'm going to be this person, and he becoming that person. That's that's probably one of the best documentaries I've ever seen. And the one you showed me, The Black Godfather. Yes. Um, it's really important to watch those things. It's really important to watch documentaries. I encourage you guys to do that because 
you can see the mistakes that were made and how they were able to move past that to get to where they're at now. Uh, I can't wait to see. Um, I know Jay-Z kind of has, like, one, but I can't wait to see, like, his, like, real one. It wasn't even really. It was more off the tour, huh? What? Um, uh, Jay-Z. talking about, well, Jay-Z has a... <laughs> Jay Z, <laughs> Jay Z has a couple of um, movies. If that's what like backstage was about the tour. Yeah. And uh, Fade to Black was about the Black album. Mm-hmm. So he has movies about certain things, but he doesn't have a movie or a documentary about his life. Based on his life. Like, it's really interesting to see, you know, where someone has come from, seeing the commonality that they, you know, you have with each other. It's like, dang, if they could do it, I could do it too. I mean, there's there's always a, a thing where I'm one of those people, I don't like when people make excuses. But there's some moments when there's not excuses and it's just, this is really like what it is, you know? But if we all had the key of, of how to be a millionaire, we'd all be a millionaire. But well, obviously that's that's not Well you not know it. what I, you know what I like to say, we're all millionaires in our in our minds. You just haven't activated it. You yet. just gotta activate it. You haven't activated it yet. I I like to say that, you know what I'm saying? That's one of my sayings that I came up with that I feel like is true to heart. Just like, you know, um Pharrell saying for billionaire boy club billionaire's boys club is wealth is of the of the mind, not the pocket. Because people think wealth is money, but wealth is really the ideas you have. Because how did you obtain all this wealth? From an idea. Everything sparks from an idea. Like producers and musicians always say, you're only one hit away from changing your life. One song can change your life. Not a whole album. Not a whole discography. One song can change your life. So when you think like that in that mind state, that only one moment can change your life, it helps ease the things that you do to, you know what I'm saying, to get things going. And always don't look for recognition because looking for recognition will lead you in a downward path every time. Do it because you love it and do it because you really want to see the things play out because you want to better your situation. Don't do it for recognition of your peers or of people who... You know what I'm saying? People who look down on you and stuff like that. Use that as fuel to keep going. But don't do it to show them like, hey, look at me. I can do this. Because at the end of the day, that's the only people you're going to focus towards. That's the only people that's going to help move. That's the only people that's going to move. And those people are not your supporters. Strangers are your supporters. Strangers are your supporters. I, I mean, I think when we also get down to this conversation, I think we can also... Um, talk about how it can affect mental health, um, especially of you wanting to have a dream or wanting to have this or that happen, and it's taking a little longer than um, than usual. Not even usual, but longer than what you will see someone else do it. Um, what we also have to focus on is whoever... My neighbor's journey is not my journey. Yes. And I think if we think of it in that aspect, we'll just see like some for some of us, it might take longer. Some of us, it might be faster. But some at, people leave faster than some people it take longer. But when you give up, that will really like affect your mental health worse than you dealing with the nose over and over again. Because you're always going to have that peace in the back of your brain. Like, dang, like. Should I just held on a little longer? The worst thing somebody, the worst thing somebody can ever tell you is no. You know how many times we all got a no from our parents? 
But you'll get more yeses than you'll get noes if you have the if you have the faith that you can do it. But like like you said, you know how many noes you get from your parents? We we've already been trained to hear no. But for some reason when we become adults, it's one of those things where our um uh, do I wanna say ego your spirit. Your, your, your ego spirit. Same yeah, thing. yeah. You know, this just a piece of you just gets knocked down when you say no, but I'm pretty sure there's a lot of jobs that we applied for that we got no's from. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of um, people you asked out that said, I don't want to date you. Nah. I look at you as a friend. We get no's all the time, but that doesn't mean that we give up. We don't give up on seeking a, a life partner. We don't give up on, you know, looking for a job because we need a job to work. So mm-hmm. why give up on our dreams? Why let our mental state get to the point of dysfunction mm-hmm. in order for us to feel like you know well it's it's i try i did all i could i did all i could yeah, yeah. i tried mm-hmm. yeah don't 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 try great do you know what i'm saying <laughs> that's uh from tripping well um one thing that um stacks to bring up when it came down to the genius thing kanye was getting a lot of no's they didn't want him to see him as a rapper they just wanted him to be a producer and, you know, you see where his career has led. Besides all the other stuff, well, we don't need to talk about that. But let's talk about just the career. You see where the career was led to. Just, you know what I'm saying? Just from him keep going even after the notes. He had to do to some things where he had to get favors in order for him to get studio time. Because <laughs> what's, what's the name of the song where he tells his life story? Uh, what's the name of that song? <laughs> What's the name of that song? He's <laughs> <laughs> sounding crazy right now. Yeah. Go ahead and talk about it for the, the, the name of that song. But yeah, like we just, if we look at it that way, I think we can be able to know that rejection is a part of life. But rejection doesn't mean for us to stop. It, it's, it's something that helps us grow from that situation. There's sometimes when you deal with things in your life and it just seems like it's going on. I keep dealing with the same type of people. Keep going because you haven't learned your lesson yet from that situation. There's something you had to learn from that situation so that this, this period could stop for you to move on from that and get to the next part. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when it comes down to you getting no's, figure out why you got to know. Don't just be like, oh, I got to know I'm done. No, figure out why you got to know and see how you can progress from that. Sometimes you'll get a no from a hater, so we will not even talk about that. But there's sometimes when there's a no where there's actual feedback of why you got the no. And then you can learn from that situation and fix it so that you can get to the next destination that gets you to the road of success. That's all it's about. Just getting to the road of success. Um, the song I was talking about was Last Call. How many times you listen to Last Call and you listen to that story every time? I always listen to it. Every time, right? You never you never get to the end of college dropout and be like, well, I'm going to turn it off as soon as he's done rapping. You listen to that story and you get expired, expired, inspired every single time. So the thing is, when people tell you no, you got to keep pushing. Don't let you, don't let, um, don't let your mental health conquer you. And I know it's, it's easier saying that than doing it, you know, because we all have been in a mental state. We all have lost before. And if you know what it feels like to lose uh, someone, especially a parent, then you know what it feels like to just want to give up. 
but you gotta you gotta keep pushing and i'm speaking from experience of losing a parent you know so you gotta keep you gotta keep you gotta keep going you gotta one thing i found out is life don't stop life doesn't stop for anybody people still be living they, people still gonna live their life so you gotta live yours <laughs> you know um and you'll get um not to put too much onto that subject but it's funny because you will lose someone like a, a you know close to you like a parent, and then you'll go on social media like why 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 y'all why y'all posted? Don't you know my my mama died or my like you know or this person died, mm-hmm. and it's just it's just crazy. But you have to just learn that the world just keeps moving like it does not stop, and unfortunately you can't stop either. Um, but I do want to promote to if you do need to take time to take that time because you don't want to go into um. Depression. Depression or a place where you're just you're it's just he- lost. It's healthy. Don't let nobody tell you it's not healthy to take some time for yourself to sit and reflect and deal with your emotions. Mm-hmm. Deal with your emotions. Deal with it early. Deal with it when you feel like dealing with it. And don't let no one come into your life and tell you, you can't deal with this right now because I need you. There are selfish people like, selfish people like that out here in this world. But deal with your emotions. Honestly, I think those that category of a person um, is usually people who haven't lost someone before. So in their fantasy of, of what it is to feel like to lose someone, they're like, oh, well, I'll just w- w- get up and do it. I'm like, okay. Well, my dog died in the third grade. You know? And it's, 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 it's not the same thing. So take the time that you need, but also try to find a way for you to take that time and also to be able to function properly and as you well. Just, and you don't always have to mourn. You can think about good, good times and good things that have happened and, you know, things that you laughed about or, or songs that the, the, the person loved and stuff like that. And you can, you know, turn it into something of a, of a celebration. Mm-hmm. One thing I like to do to keep me in a good mood because I don't believe in cooking in a bad mood because I feel like you put that negative energy into the food. So one thing that I've started to do when I do cook is I listen to some of my dad's favorite songs because I remember the the drives that we would do with the song playing. I remember being in the house with that with the music playing and, and just stuff like that. It'll just remind mm-hmm. me of him and usually when we would listen to a certain album we would be traveling. So I always listen to that album all this all the time for him from Taboo Combo. And it just really always brings brings a lightness to me. If I'm stressed out, I listen to the to the music, to the album and I'm just feeling like I'm feeling good. Mm-hmm. Immediately. What do you what do you say? Mm-hmm. Even like Sax, like <laughs> he laughs at it, you know. But it also reminds him of my dad too, because my dad will play this that same. There's not one person that has been around my dad who has not heard that album, because he loves to play that all the time. Because it had like a little wannabe little rap moment in there. No, he was so, rapping. It was rapping. So was rap. okay, it had a rap moment in there where he felt like would connect to the youth. So he was like, okay, got some young kids over here. I got some for y'all. Y'all like Over the hip hip hop. Oh yeah, this is, man, I'll, I'll tell you a story about my mom. Uh, if you know the song by Tone, it's on his first album, pronounced Tone. Um, he had a song where he's talking about some some crazy stuff. Talking about I got a new type of blunt called the Holy Ghost. 
and some other stuff. I'm putting capsules oh, in your aspirin. Oh. Yeah, Tone. <laughs> And my mom played it for us, and we sitting there looking at her like, "Why are you playing?" Because she thought that it would, it would, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It would connect to. It connect to us, because <laughs> she said he rapping. So you know, you know, just think about good memories at the end of the day, because at the end of the day, you know, that's all you have. And even besides that, like even if you haven't lost someone, because I want to resonate with probably everyone. Uh, maybe you have like a, a a stream of you know things not going the way that you wanted, you know. Maybe you have a stressful job. You know, stressful jobs, things like that. All those type of things can really mess with your mental health. Use that as fuel. But use it as fuel, or use it as a, a way to start looking for somewhere else that can be more enjoyable. You know, because not every every job sucks. You know, what I'm saying it, it sucks if you don't like what you're really doing. And honestly, it sucks when you work with people who don't like what they're doing and try to make you dislike what you're doing as well. But at the end of the day, like, just just leave. You know what I'm saying? Find something, you know, find something else. Once you get hired there, put your little notice in and leave. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, it's just like we just have to think about like that. Like, we're not designated to stay in one moment, in one area, just mm-hmm. because they gave us a yes. Even when it comes to a relationship, if you are in a bad relationship... Try your best to leave because I know there's are situations where it's it's hard, but try to find your way to get out of that because at the end of the day, once you get that freedom, freedom comes with a little bit of um, struggle in the beginning, mm-hmm. but once you get situated, it's going to be worth it all. So That's I guess right. we can kind of, if you have anything else to add, I don't know if you have anything else to add. We can kind of just. Um, can It Be So Simple by Raekwon featuring Ghostface Killer, the remix. Also, they have an original version um, that's on the first Wu-Tang album, but Stream, Only Built for Cuban Links, is, is a great album. Um, one of my top 10 probably hip-hop albums of all time. Um, that's all I have to say about that. All right, you guys know what I like to say. Stream it, love it, buy it. Um, look us up on YouTube on our individual channels. You can find Valencia Stacks by looking it up. Valencia Stacks on YouTube. Um, put your socials in. Uh, Valencia underscore Stacks on Instagram. Valencia underscore Stacks on Twitter. And you can also Google Valencia Stacks. Um, Valencia, S-T-A-C-K-S. That's S-T-A-C-K-S. And you can just Google me if you want to get to those things faster uh, without searching me on every platform. All right. And then also, you guys, for those returning and those new, my name is Layers. It's spelled L with an at sign, Y-E-R-Z. You can find me on YouTube. You can find me on Pinterest. Um, it's L-A-Y underscore E-R-Z. Um, and just, you know, I'm, I'm on those two platforms for right now. Um, so... Go ahead, look me up, follow me on YouTube. I have my blogs, music videos, and some of my music on there as well that you can listen to. And um, so much more. Check out my stories and all those beautiful things. Um, But I would like to say to you guys, have a very great day. I love y'all. Thank you for supporting. And we will see you next time for the Lines and Layers podcast. All right. Bye-bye.